between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. Manate, oh, Velia secati, recati, recati, Elia pastiganto nota, Leprete temio no so pantelingandosti, Bretelio sopa, Vritelio sopa, Vritelio sopa, Evrintelia, Merion toliansi canto sopeti, Elle pepe noti vantelia gadabosta, Legendio sopa telia gadabosti, Vante gedegedosta, Regadi, Regadi. It is my way. It is my way. It is my way. It is my way of bringing man back to me. It is my way. It is my way. It is my way of mercy. It is my way of mercy. It is my way of mercy. It is my way of mercy that I've made a new covenant with man. That man will come back. That man will come back. Just as Jesus, Jesus, my son, whom I called my God, who I called the God and is seated on my throne. He is the first begotten of men. You many will come back to me. It is my opening of mercy. It is my opening of mercy. And I have come. I have sent a speaker of the New Testament. Of the New Testament into your midst. For to raise you up. For to bring you back. For to bring you back. It is my way of mercy. It is my way of mercy. For this is how I have mercy. I would make you to make covenants. I would make you to make covenants. I will make you to make covenant. It is my way of mercy. It is my part of mercy. It is my part of mercy. Asting and enter into this way of mercy. Asting, asting, asting. I say asting and enter into the part of mercy. Enter into the way of mercy. Enter, enter in, enter in. For the doorway of mercy is open. The New Testament is open. It is open. It is open. It is open. I have opened the door. I have opened the door to make new covenants with me. I have opened the door for you to make covenants with me. Hasten to make this covenant. For there will be yet shakings. There will be yet thunderings. There will be yet many, many things. For I am a consuming fire. I have come. Allow me to consume. Allow me to consume. Allow me to transform you. Allow me to beautify you. Allow me to beautify you. Just as how beautiful Jesus is, I want to beautify you. I want to beautify you. I have come to beautify. I have come to beautify. For all I know is mercy. And it is by my mercy I will beautify. Allow me for even the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts is in your midst. He's in your midst. He is here. I, the Lord of hosts, I am here. I am here. I, the Lord of hosts, I am here. I am here. I am here. I am here. 
that you may be acceptable. I have come to make you acceptable. I have come to make you acceptable. I have come to raise you, to raise you, to raise you, to raise you. For this is my way of mercy. This is my way of mercy. It is my way of mercy. I have come to show you mercy. I have come to show you mercy that you may come up before me. For no man, no man, no man can come up without mercy, without mercy, without mercy. And I have been sent to come to show you mercy. For this is my way of mercy. It is my way of mercy that I would raise trees, uh, trees, uh, trees of righteousness, trees of righteousness. And you would come under and be rose and be risen and be rise and rise and rise and rise that you will become a tree of righteousness. I am raising men. I am raising men. I am raising men that would break the winds of darkness. That would break the winds of darkness. That would shut the gates of hell on the earth. I am raising men. I am raising men that will sing the song of my will. That will sing the song of my will. For it is my way of mercy that my will, my thoughts, my ways are opening up to men. It is the way of my new covenant that men will walk in my ways. Men will walk in my ways. Men will think and align with my thoughts. It is my way of pouring myself yes. in you. I have come to pour. I have come to pour. It is my way of mercy that men will receive me. That I will dwell in men and they will be called my people. That you will be called my people. It is my way of mercy. I have come to pour myself into you today. I have come to pour. I have come to pour. It is my way of mercy that is opened up to you. Asting in. Asting in. Asting in. For it is my way of mercy that is open up to you. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Elisa Cateli Adabosti Vate Benata Ricasti Bretoveli Cazata Baraboshti Patelia Satabanata Vratelio Sopateli Meketeli Agadosta Ele Preketeli Agadaboso Patelegadagadosta Evantalia Noste Vantali Gata Even I, even I, even I, Michael, even I, Michael, even I, Michael, the angel of the Lord, the angel of the Lord, I am 
here. I am here for to show you the pattern in the heavens. I am here for to show you the pattern in the heavens. I have come to show you the patterns that as the Lord shines, we respond in our holy cry. That Leganta Valia Bandigeda Dosto, Velia Brentali, we are coming to, to raise you in the pattern. In the pattern, to show you the pattern, to show you the pattern as we respond to the Lord, that you will respond by the pattern of the heavens. That is how you ought to respond. And we have come, I, I have come, I have come to show you the pattern, to show you the pattern, to show you the pattern, to show you the pattern. For even in the cadres of the heaven, there are patterns of responses. There are patterns of responses. There are patterns of responses to the one who sits on the throne. As he shines, we respond. We have come to show you the pattern, the patterns of the heaven that at every point your heart will begin to pant. You will begin to pant more than ever, more than ever. By the pattern, you will begin to pant. You will begin to pant after the pattern of the heavens. You will begin to pant and long for and long for after the other of the heaven. For we have come to birth hunger. We have come to birth thirst. We have come to take weariness away. We have come to take weariness and to birth panting and longing and craving and to turn affections, to turn gaze. For legendo zivrehate elia pretetete risteva. We have bright light, lighter, lighter, light, light is come from the realms of the heavens. Light has come. Light is come. We bring light. We bring light. We bring shining light. We bring shining light. We bring the light of the most high. We bring the light of the most high. We bring the light of the creator of all things. In him dwelleth our light and with our light we've come to beam. We've come to shine light. I, Michael, I am the messenger of the Lord. I am here in your midst and I am come to speak. I have come to speak and to declare the light of my God. I am yet to speak the light of my God. I have come to declare the light and the news of my God, says the angel of the Lord. Father, 
Brela katava na manoso patagada venata raposti gente tetelia bado so patagada gada gada gadosta vrete teteli bekati brakati 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 vrakati brakata manoshti bagada boshti bada 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 boshta brenekati brabadoso pate venati kati la badoshta brenekati brakati 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 even I, even I, even I, the angel of the Lord, even I, the angel of the Lord that is with your father, Reverend Kairu Yukuki, even I, I, that I was sent from your God, from the father of Reverend Kairu Yukuki, Adizanta, me, that angel, that legento of Riantia Pasia, that I am with him always, that I am with him always. I have been sent here, and I have come with the spirit and the person of your daddy, of your daddy, of your daddy, Reverend Kairu Yukuki, and I am here. I am here. The spirit, the angel of your lakate, Eriosa, I am here. I am here. I am here. Even I, that angel that goes everywhere with Reverend Kayode Egoki, I am here. I am here. I am here for you are his son. You are his son and we've been sent to follow you. We've been sent to follow you. We have been sent to come to you. To come to you. To come to you. We have been sent for the 
Father over this house is raising you. He's raising you a father. He's raising you a father. As thou, my, as thou the Father raised him a father. I have come to raise you a father. I have come to raise you a father. I have come to raise you a father. As you are a quiver. You are a quiver in his bosom. I am raising you to bear quivers in your bosom. I am raising you. I am raising you. I am raising you. I have come to raise you. I have come to raise you a father. I have come to raise you a father. That as you begin and you follow your car, as you always follow, as you always follow even much more, we open doors of followership, of following, of following, of following, that you will become a father, that you become a father, for you are becoming a father. You are becoming a father, and you will father many. You will father many. As your father fathers you, you will father many. For I, even I, the spirit of your father, I am with you. I am with you. I am with you. I am with you. For yet there are many fears, but I am with you. I say fear not. I say fear not. I say fear not. For great doors are opening. Are opening because you are aligned to your father. And your father is aligned to his father. Fear not for you are covered. You are covered. We are yet to cover you. We are yet to envelope you under the covering of your father. You are a faithful son. You are a faithful son. You are a faithful son. And the heavens sees it and yet will raise you a father. Many, 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 many more. Many, many more raisins. Many more raisins. As you have a father, we are raising you a father. Your father is counted before us. He is counted before me. I know him. I am his father and I raised him. I raised him. I am yet raising him for there is much more. There is much more and he is coming. He is coming. He is counted before me and you shall be counted before me. You are you are a faithful son. You are a faithful son and we are raising you a father like your father, like your father, like your father. He's been raised after me, after me. I am raising you like your father. I am raising you like your father. Let us wisdom, 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 wisdom of the father, wisdom of the father. I pour wisdom, I pour wisdom, I pour wisdom, 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 wisdom of the height, wisdom of the height, the breath of your father, the life in the life of your father, the life in the father, the life in the father. I pour in you, I pour in you, I pour in you. Jeff, I pour life in you, life of your father. I pour in you, I pour in you, I pour life in you, the life of Reverend K. I pour in you, I have brought that life here, I have brought that life here, I have brought that life here. You will begin to see it, you will begin to know it, you will begin to discern it, you will begin to hold it, you will begin to inherit it. The life of your daddy, the life of your daddy, I am here for to give that life. I is angel, I am yet to give that life.
thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Fucking hell. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. Prekati levenoshi, patelia seteteli, meketali adaboshta, eli pratali agadabozo, patave natali adaboshta, ele preteli veketamana manamana mashata baraboshta, brekati vramateli agadaboshta, pategenata, eli prehete venosto, pategenata. I bring mana, I bring mana, mana, mana to break into mannerisms of life. Even mana. Mannerisms of life, mannerisms, mannerisms, pattern of life, way of life. I am bringing way of life. I am bringing way of life. I bring manna for strength for way of life. I bring manna for strength of way of life. I bring manna. I bring manna, manna, eat manna. Eat manna for how you eat manna is by following those I have placed ahead of you. For literally prehetevena, for you will not see me. You will not see me except you see see those I have sent. Except you follow those I have sent, for in them I have put mana. In them I have put mana. Eat them up. Eat them up. Eat them. I say eat them up. I say eat them up. Yeah, them, for I have sent them. I have sent them, for as you see them, it is me in them. As you see them and eat them, it is me you are eating, for I am in them. I am in them. I say I have brought mana. I have brought mana and they are in men. They are in Reverend Kayode Oyekoki. Many, many, many mana is in him. Many mana, many mana. Eat him, eat him.
him, I have brought you. I have brought you manna. I bring manna, 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 manna. Eat manna, eat man, eat man. I say eat man, eat man. Eat a man, eat a man, eat a man, eat a man, eat a man. For he has eaten me and he has digested me. I say eat a man, eat a man, eat a man, eat a man. Yeah him, yeah him. I say yeah him, I say follow him. Amen. Our Father, we thank you. Our Father, we bless you this morning. Lord, we hallow your words receive them, Lord, with, with meekness and brokenness of heart. Lord, we thank you for presence, spirit, even by your spirit, and also your angel and your ministry and spirits. Here, thank you, Father. Thank you. This morning, we bless your name. Bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the life of our father, as Reverend Kayode Oyegoke, as we celebrate him. And thank you for adding another year to his life. And thank you for, Lord, the mercy open the heavens, the mercy that has quicken him and has girded him up even in your own presence. Father, we thank you this morning. And Lord, thank you for every grace and every blessing that you have caused, Lord, to come our own way. Lord, by virtue of your servant. Our God, we <clears throat> are offering thanks to you this morning. We are saying be be receive thanksgiving Lord thank you thank you Lord we thank you for this morning for receive utterance and we receive grace Lord to to partake of your spiritual ministry your ministry <clears throat> to our hearts this morning I pray God open come and open the channels of blessing today the the right channel of through which you want to speak Lord that frequency of those exact things which you want to say this morning help our heart to find it today and uh, quicken every heart and give every heart grace and help that nobody will will fall short of the blessing this morning Lord I pray for gift of understanding and the grace to comprehend, Lord, spiritually. Thank you, Lord. I yield my verse to you. Use my heart to speak and pour your thought into my heart and open the doors of my vessel to, to tune to you and to receive everything that you have to say. Thank you, our Father. We give all the glory to your name and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. <clears throat> Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, thank you, Jesus. Good morning to you. Um, please, you can just greet somebody. Say, I'm happy to see you. And I'm happy to be in the presence of God this morning. 
praise God. If, as if you are. Are you happy? Are you happy to be here? Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> Glory to God. 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 Thank you, Father. Praise the Lord. Um, let's open our Bibles. Let's open to Psalm, Book of Psalm, chapter. Psalm chapter 48, Psalm 48. Praise God. Amen. If you're there, say amen. Here, verse 1 um, says, Great is the Lord, right? Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. Praise God. That's so great. Is he to be praised, right, in the word, the city of our God, and then comma, and it says, in the mountain of his holiness. Thank you, Jesus. And then beautiful for situation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion. Then on the sides of the north, it says it's the city of who on the side of the north the city of the great king verse 3 God is known in her palaces for a refuge for for lo the kings were assembled together assembled and they passed by together praise God amen and they, they saw it and so they marveled and they were troubled and hasted away amen and therefore, fear took hold upon them there, and pain, and as of a woman in travail. And thou breakest the ships of Tarshish with an east wind. <clears throat> as we have heard, so have we seen. As we have heard, so have we what seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, and God will establish it forever. For we have thought of thy loving kindness, O God, in where? In the midst of thy temple. And according to thy name, O God, so is thy praise unto all, unto the ends of the earth. Thy right hand is full of righteousness. And let Mount Zion rejoice. Let the daughters of Judah be glad because of thy judgments. Walk about Zion and go round about her and tell the towers thereof. Mark ye well her bulwarks, consider her palaces, that ye may tell it to the generation following. For this God is our God for what? Forever and ever. He will be our what? Our guide. 
even unto the earth. Praise God. Um, in verse, in chapter 50, let's see chapter 50. Thank you, Jesus. In chapter 50, verse, verse 1, it says, the, the mighty God, even the Lord, he had spoken and called the earth from the rising of the sun, even unto the going down thereof. And out of Zion, the what? The perfection of beauty. What happened? God had shined. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. And a fire shall devour before him. Praise God. And it shall be very what? Tempestuous round about him. Praise God. And he said, he shall call to the heavens from above and to the earth that he may judge his people and gather my sins together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by what? By sacrifice. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness. For God is what? Judge himself. Praise God. Amen. Um, there are a few of these psalms like that um, um, here that are speaking about about Zion, the that great um, we call it the city of God is also Zion is the mountain of God. Amen. And uh, that mountain um, is um, this this book is trying to define the. The situation. The situation means the position, praise God, of Zion, and also its characteristic and its function, right upon the earth. And then one thing we are seeing about Zion um, is that Zion is the is the mountain from which verse two, Psalm chapter fifty, verse two, it says that out of Zion the perfection of what beauty. What happened? God hath what? Shine. Praise God. And if we want to speak about the our uh, God shall come, that's the, the 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 calling of God. So so Zion is actually the the um the elevation. Zion represents elevation from the earth. That's what Zion means. It means the the elevation, the raising up, praise God, uh of man from the earth. So you see that, um, praise God, we have been around this place. I feel that there's a lot the Lord still wants to say about all these things. Praise God. Um, so you find that um, <clears throat> where they put the mountain of ascension. So, um, well, I said Zion is elevation from the earth. Well, it's really not true. Zion is the mountain of ascension into God. Um, because... Any soul, no soul can begin the, begin the ascension into God who has not first ascended from the earth. Praise God. The, the ascension up to God is a higher journey than the journey of ascending from the earth. So what God did, what, there's something that heaven is keeping. Of course, we know heaven is, heaven is keeping God. Himself, God said the heaven is a throne and all of that. Amen. The earth is his footstool. He said he prepared his throne in heaven. So 
We know God is in heaven. Um, but inside heaven, God is not just him that is there. God actually put a mountain in heaven. And the mountain that God put in heaven is the mountain of his, of his ascension, or the mountain that can make people, men, ascend up to him. Praise God. So you see that when it comes to ascending, the ascension of the soul, there are, there are, two, there are two main kind of journey of ascension. First, there is the ascension into heaven. That's the first ascension that the soul will, that will happen to the soul. That's to ascend into heaven is to make the soul heavenly. Praise God. Now, when the soul has ascended into heaven, then the soul has to, from heaven, ascend to God. Praise God. Amen. Because I'm saying soul, soul, not body. So I'm not talking about your, you flying to heaven. I'm talking about your soul, right? Praise the Lord. So, so the soul can, there's a, there are souls who haven't ascended from the earth, who are still on the earth. And this has nothing to do with your being born again and all that. You can be a Christian, but still your soul still be on the earth. Praise God. But there comes a time in your walk with God that you have to become heavenly. You have to ascend up into heaven, praise God. And when you ascend into heaven, you now find that inside heaven, that when you get to the first heaven, like we have seen, that now forgetting the first heaven is the journey of the soul, right? This the first realm of heaven which God created that the soul can ascend into. And when the soul gets to that place, you now discover that that first heaven is actually a preparation for the soul to climb a mountain that will take the soul to God. Do you see that? So, so Zion is not, Zion is not, the Zion of, of the earth is a type of a mountain in heaven. It's very clear that if you climb Zion on the earth, it cannot take you to God. Do you see that? If you go to and climb Mount Zion on the earth, it cannot take you to God. Praise the Lord. But there is a mountain of Zion that, that is meant to take a soul up to God himself because why? what makes Zion able to take a soul to God is because of it has an, an ability to bring about the perfection of beauty. Praise God. It's to bring about, to, to bring about what? The, the, this is the, the, the Zion is a mountain of perfection, but not perfection of the earth, but he's talking about the mountain of perfection, the sort of perfection which heaven wants to give toward to his soul. Praise God. Um, so, in the journey of your soul, you are supposed to live, there is, a, there is the, the plane of the earth. The, the earthly plane. That earthly plane is the plane where every soul, that's actually the, the plane um, where you find um, you find Man is the plane of the earth. Is the plane where God has, this, has allowed men to stay, or man initially was put on the earth. Praise God, to to take sort of soul, soul wise, to take sort of residence on the earth. But there is a, if I can call it a higher ground. You know that song, Lord, lift me up and let me stand and five feet on heaven and just heaven's stable land. That song is revelatory. 
praise God. It's accurate. Some of those old hymns, maybe some of them didn't know what they were singing, but um, maybe they just picked inspiration from God to write things. But I've, I've stayed with hymn book before for almost like a year. Um, hymn book. I just took it from my, ch- I stole it from my church. <laughs> I'm confessing now. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> so I just stole it from my church and I took it home to my room. So, and I, so I, I, started, I started reading hymn book. You know, the way you read Bible. I started reading hymn book like that and I, I was, I was, and most of those songs we don't sing it. You know those hymn books? We have very few ones. That we sing, uh-huh, a few hymns that we sing from the hymn book. Praise God, there shall be showers of blessing, uh-huh, and all the other ones. Praise the, praise the Lord. But though, there, there are some hymns in those books. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That are so awesome and so so revelatory and so accurate. Praise God. So he said that 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 song, that hymn I was just singing, was talking about finding a higher plane. Right, that you might stand. Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven's stable land. So, he's talking about standing by faith on heaven. So, when it comes to men, don't stand by faith on the earth. There is a plane. Once you, you come, once you have gone through the dealings of faith to a point where it makes you strong to stand, you find that faith elevates you from the earth to stand on a higher plane. Praise God. That's what faith makes you to do. So, that it makes you stand, say, by faith on heaven's what? Stable land. Heaven's stable land. So, Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on heaven. So, he's talking about standing in heaven. Praise the Lord. A higher plane than I have found. Lord, plant my feet where on higher ground. Thank you, Jesus. So, that is a beautiful, awesome song, singing about, that was a, the song is actually a prayer. Say, Lord, let me, lift me up and let me stand. Praying is a, is a holy prayer. Praying, is that's a prayer of a, a soul that has fallen out of love with the earth and is, is desiring for what? For a higher plane to stand. Praise God. May that be the prayer of all our hearts. Amen. Praise God. May you get tired of your standing on the earth. Some of us are balanced here. The earth, and the earth has a way, you know, the ground is strong. It will give you confidence, but there's nothing God doesn't want. If you stand on the earth, you will not stand by faith. But faith is more stable. Faith, praise the Lord. Faith is what? Faith is more, faith is more stable. Faith Faith is the foundation that God, God wants to remove every foundation from under the feet of men. I'm talking of men's souls. And God wants to replace it with faith. God, because God only, he only begins to deal with men who are standing on faith. Men who stand by faith. Praise God. Who are men who stand by faith? They are men whose, whose stability is rooted in the unseen. You get what I'm saying? And if you check souls, you can tell what stabilizes souls. Some guys are stabilized by their bank accounts and some are by their degrees and by their social connections and by some by their ability, their aptitude, their skill. They know that if the worst comes to the worst, I have something I can do. 
There are all kinds of things that stabilize men. Praise God. But, but God wants the, the, the stability of every soul to be faith. To stand in because he knows that men who, who stand by faith stand in heaven. Praise God. Are you seeing that? Men who do what? People who stand by faith, they, they stand in heaven. So it's, it's very, very clear to you then that the, the, the first dealing of the faith, not just faith towards God, which every man has, but I'm talking about the faith of who? The faith of the Son of God. That faith, which, um, which is not like the faith of all men. It's the faith. It's not even like the faith of, of all the prophets of old, but it's the faith which Jesus himself authored. That was, that's the same faith which all the men, including Abraham and all of the Hebrews 11 men, that they bore witness to. Do you agree with that? That they, they after, in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, at the end of Hebrews chapter 11, he said, these all have obtained a good report by what? Faith. Praise God. Obtained a word, good word, report by faith. Now you say, ah, they obtained a good report. Yes, they did. Because praise, um, faith produces good. I think I explained before to you that um, when God made creation, God, God created two realms of good, of good. Do you see that? That one, when he made the heavens and he made the earth, there are two realms. There's actually what you call good of the earth and there is good of heaven. Do you see that? So, so many of the patriarchs of faith in Hebrews chapter 11, there were people who were able to come into the good of the earth, right? That because of the work of faith, right, they were able to to come into good of the earth by work of faith. And these all having a good report through faith, but they obtained what? They obtained not what? The promise. But God having left a better thing for us. Then he was now going to Hebrews chapter 12. Now began to speak about Jesus Christ. Praise God. He was speaking that you, you should therefore lay aside what? Every weight and every sin that so easily beset us and then run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the word, the author of what? The author and finisher of our faith. So it's very clear that what the Bible calls our faith is not the faith of Abraham. It's not the faith of Noah, who they mentioned. It's not the faith of Sarah. Praise God. It's not the faith of all of them, all of those men. But they had a faith that could obtain a good report upon the earth. Praise the Lord. But they then came and they witnessed another faith. So we there having so great a cloud of witnesses. So the cloud of witnesses of chapter 12 verse 1 are all the men of faith of chapter 11. So, so they are the cloud of witness. What's the purpose of witness? Witness are, are those people who have... Who have, who have seen truth. Yes, if what you've seen is not truth, if you're not a witness, you're, you're not qualified to stand in the court of law. Mm. Right? So, but witness are those who bear, so you bear witness to the truth. Yes, so those cloud of witnesses, they've seen a, a greater faith, a better faith than even the faith which they had, which was not able to do what? To give them the promise. So he says they, they, they did what? They obtained a good report by faith, but they obtained not the promise. 
Now, looking at the promise, we know that promise is talking about the inheritance which heaven is keeping. Right? You see God's promises in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 towards the end and then chapter 7 says that having therefore these promises that let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit and perfecting holiness where in the fear of God. Praise the Lord. So, so it's very clear that the reason for faith is for promise. Right? Faith, faith is for what? Promise. That without faith the soul cannot receive, you cannot obtain the promise. So, and then another thing that you'll learn from Hebrews chapter 11 is that good report is not equal to promise. That a soul can, and when I say good report, I mean they can commend the soul. That yes, this is a good report. Like Hebrews 11 was a commendation of those men of faith. But there is something called promise. You can never find God's promise on the earth. There's nobody, if anybody on the earth wants to give you God's promise, they are liars. Nobody on the earth can give a soul the promise of God. God did not keep his promise on the earth. I mean, what is promised to man is not kept on the earth. Praise God. Heaven is the, is the storehouse of God's promise. That word, the word promise there means blessing. Like Ephesians chapter 1 was speaking about it and he was saying that, God, blessed be God and Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has what blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Praise God. So God's blessings, they are spiritual blessings where in heavenly places. So those blessings are actually the promises of God, which God has kept for the soul. It's not everything that God promised you. It's a promise of God. God did not promise you a car. God doesn't promise men car and house. Those things are, those things that they are below, they are below the, the kind of things that you find in God's conversation. Praise God. Are you seeing that? They are below what? The kind of things you find in God's conversation. Because God, why? Because God is dealing with the soul. And God did not design for his soul to use car and house and all of those many things. That God, even though we found a way to tie them to our soul, but that is an abuse of the soul. That when God is dealing with the soul, God's promise to the soul are better things than things that are corruptible and things that will pass away. Amen. Amen. So heaven is the storehouse of God's promises to man. Thank you, Jesus. Now, so the faith then which those men witnessed to is the faith which Jesus authored. He didn't just author the faith. He also what? Finished the faith. That faith is called our faith. Can you say our faith? Our faith. Say our faith. Our faith. So all this, this, that's one language of the New Testament. Amen. In the New Testament, when you say our faith in the New Testament, it's not the same thing as just faith. When Jesus was speaking in Mark chapter 11, that if you, you know, shall say unto this mountain, be that moved and cast into the sea, and you not doubt in his heart, but shall all of that believe in your heart, praise God, that whatsoever you say shall come to pass, that you shall have whatsoever. Praise God. So that faith he was talking about is not our faith. 
it's very clear that cannot be our faith. Because at that time, Jesus hasn't even altered and finished the faith. But there was faith on the earth. And it's very clear to you also that that the faith of working miracles and all of those things. When say, wow, I've not seen such great faith on the earth. He was talking to a Gentile who was able to have more faith than Jews. Praise the Lord. And said, I've not seen such great faith. It means that not only even that faith doesn't just belong to Jews. That also Gentiles, all kind, manner of men have faith. Do you see that? And Jesus commended, wow, this is an awesome. I've not seen such faith. Where? On, on the earth. So Jesus was talking about faith on the earth. That there are faiths on the earth. Men have faith of different varying levels. And he found a Gentile that has more faith probably than all everybody in Israel. Praise the Lord. Are you seeing that? So, but it's very clear that that faith is not our faith. There's, there are differences of faiths. One of the main things that the New Testament brings is the unveiling of a new faith. Praise the Lord. Now, so, how can you, what actually makes, what differentiates faith? What is actually the difference between faith? Okay, what is the difference between our faith and what? What is the difference, sir? Is the substance by the definition of Hebrews chapter 11, right? That it says, but now faith is the substance of what? Things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So it means that you can tie a type of faith to a type of hope. Things hoped for. So every kind of thing has a kind of faith that touches it. Do you see that? Every kind of faith has what? A kind of, or sorry, everything has the kind of faith that can touch it and bring it. Just anything, anything at all, it has a faith that it responds to. Faith is the, faith is what moves things, actually. Faith is actually what makes things respond to faith. That's one of the problems that, that even creation is having now, is that you have a lot of faithless people around, running around the earth and are using force to plunder the earth. Do you understand what I mean? Do you know that there's nothing on the earth that I cannot answer to faith? Nothing that cannot. Jesus was trying to was proving that. You know, Jesus proved that. He proved that with everything, with matter, with the body, with cells. You know, cells can, can answer to faith, wow. right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It means that if a body is sick and you talk to the body, when you talk to the body, there is a faith that can make things in the body. And we're talking of matter now. Matter can rearrange itself because of faith. But we don't know too much about such things. We know stethoscope and then tearing and knife and all those things and chemicals and drugs. That's what we use, praise God. But that's not, those things, thank God for those things. In fact, after a while, God might have even brought wisdom. Okay, since you guys don't have faith, let's now bring, let me, let's show you some secret of how you can brutally, so no, no matter, praise God. So thank God for medical profession. I love doctors and I believe that it's a, it's a gift to humanity from God. Right, so it's a gift to the fallen man. So anytime you see a doctor, say thank you. You are, you are a gift to the fallen. 
you are a gift to the fallen man. If not for you guys, what would we be? You know what I mean? Praise God. But, but as doctors are, at, are considered one of the highest, the brightest of people in terms of glory of profession. But when, you, when, when, they, heaven, when they look at doctors, they, su- they see crude people. <laughs> crude people who use chemicals and knife and, and needle and all of that to work on matter, to work on the body. Whereas when you bring somebody who knows who has the, who they talk to it, are you getting what I'm saying? Like someone like Jesus, are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> they talk to it all, or they can lay hands or something, right? Just praise God. It's, that's actually, that's really the real way to heal the body. It's through faith which the body responds to. Do you see that? That's the, the real way to speak to the body. Right? If any of you be sick, I'm going to get them called the elders of the church and then let them pray for him. That's, that was their own, that's the New Testament way of getting healed. Do you see that? So I'm not saying don't go to the hospital. Eh? I have to say, <laughs> I have to say because you can't assume, you can't assume that people can take all kinds of things from what you say. <laughs> you know, like I said that. So if you are, you are sick or someone is sick and you, you try and try, the faith is not there. You know what I mean? Praise God. Praise God. What should you do? <laughs> and sometimes heaven can even make sure that that faith is not working. Those are dealings too. Do you, you don't believe that? You see, Paul, almighty Paul, say he was sick near unto death. Why couldn't he just say, I am Paul right now by the... <laughs> By the apostolic anointing upon me, I caused every sickness to dry up. Right? It was, it was right in someone to even to take medicine or take drugs. You know what I mean? Praise the Lord. Um, so that, that would tell you that. So it means that imagine somebody who is Paul, who was an, who was an apostle of the will of God. So Paul was actually was a heavenly apostle. It's very clear to you that Paul had, had gained stature, inheritance. Paul had land in heaven. Do you know what I mean? When I say that, I mean in the spirit, he had, in, he had, in, he had inheritance. But such a man could still be sick. It means that that dealing of using faith, there are many things around it that when they want to save the soul, God will not be allowing you to just constantly depend. You know what I mean? Before. So why? It's because if, if they are bringing in, say, God having all this, Obtain a good report through faith, but they obtain not the promise, right? And there are some of us who would like that Old Testament thing. You see Hebrews 11? who we'll meditate on that verse. You see, ah, can I operate at this level? <laughs> One of them came and told son to stand still for three days, right? You just imagine son, son, not, <laughs> praise God. Imagine son that you're not the only one using the son. Right? <laughs> right? It's the only... Only one son that we have in the whole world. We are all sharing the son. One man came and told you to stand still and it obeyed. <laughs> Why? Just because he went to kill some people. So, right? And he said, I must kill all these guys before. 
before the sun goes down. And it's all answered him. So it means faith is powerful. Right? All kinds of things that in that Hebrews chapter 11. Say some. He says some. He says, what shall we? He says, time will fail us to mention. Gideon, Barak. Some of them stopped the mouth of lions. Subdued kingdoms. All kinds of things. So that faith is not ordinary. And they were not Christians. One of them, there was even a harlot. They mentioned are you getting, so this faith we're talking about this is not some we're not talking about something that you know we the faith of healing and all those things we assume that it's something that when you're a Christian you have, no that's not what Christianity gave to you men have been doing those things since before Jesus, Jesus didn't, have to, didn't have to come and die for you to be able to tell the son to stand still the, the realm of Jesus' transaction is not in all those things Jesus is a, is a spiritual is a transaction that has to do with the soul of man, it's, it's spiritual. It's something that after you've, all these men, they did everything by faith, their soul was still suffering corruption. Do you see that? It's why it means that that faith that they have, there's something it cannot touch. You imagine faith that can heal any kind of body, any kind, but it can't touch the soul. It cannot heal the soul. the soul. Because the soul is another kind of thing. The soul is more is, is spiritual. There's something about the soul that the soul is more stubborn than the fate of men. Praise God. Are you seeing that? If the soul is more stubborn, the soul is like the soul had contacted a disease that nothing could be done. After a while, due to the disease of the soul, they had to reduce man's years on the earth. See, look, with all your power and everything, that disease of the soul is too deadly that there was a necessity to not let man be living too long. Because if he lives too long, that disease, he can become a monster when it metastasizes and it takes over the whole world, the whole body the whole soul, the whole person. Praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? All I'm just trying to show, I'm trying to show you, I'm just, this is just a conversation about heaven and earth. We are, we are using just the, through the route of faith. So we are trying to see, if you want to see the difference that there's faith of earth, there's faith of heaven. There are two, two different kinds of faith. Praise God. I said praise the Lord. So that faith, like I said, it has nothing to do with being born again. You now discover that a lot has been done by faith before, when I say on the earth, a lot has been done on the earth by faith, even before the advent of Christianity. Before Christianity came, before the New Testament came, a lot has been done. That's why the Jews didn't respect Jesus. Even though Jesus did a lot of things, there's nothing that Jesus did that he hadn't seen at greater degrees before. Right? Like feeding the 5,000 and all. That was, wow, what a miracle. Two, five loaves of bread, two fishes, right? That's what Jesus was doing. He, he, he um, multiplied it. But it didn't move. The, the people it moved are, are, are Gentiles and Jews who are, not, who are not too knowledgeable about things. But, but the Jews who have read their history, they know that, that Moses fed millions for how long? For years. Imagine food just falling from heaven, just constantly. So 
That's the heritage of the Jews. So when you stack that, oh, five, five thousand, five loaves of bread, all these things, that, forget about these things, man. Who are, are you? So I know, the, I know the Jews, they seek at a sign. So left to them, inside their mind, whoever this Messiah is, he must do greater than what Moses did. And thank God that that's why Christianity of just reading Jesus' miracles it's not, um, that's not, you, those miracles are veil to what he came to do. It's a veil, if you look at the miracles, it will veil Jesus, you won't really see. And that, and that veil is on him. The Bible speaks about that the veil is cast on every Jew. So the, the Jews, they can't see beyond him. They measure him as a prophet with other prophets and they say, Carl, you didn't do enough. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Imagine what Moses was able to do. Israelites that left, they left Israel 40 years ago. Some of them went while they were kids. They became 40-year-old men in the wilderness. And the Bible says that their cloth was growing on their body. And their shoe was... Now, can you imagine that kind of thing? Did Jesus do that kind of thing? That's how... That's another level. <laughs> so that, that's just to tell you that if it's miracle you're looking, you're looking for, stop reading New Testament. Just <laughs> Jesus didn't do anything when it comes to miracles and all of that. Even like Jesus raised the dead, yeah. So he waited four days, yeah. That's nothing, man. The dead bone of a prophet raised the dead. So for his. <laughs> So it means that waiting four days and raising Lazarus, that's not, uh, that's not enough. So for his bone to be exposed, how, how long ago did he die? for even these things are good, but they don't compare to my good, which I was anointed to do. For I was anointed to 
to good to do good, to do good, to do good, but don't define good based on your understanding. Don't define good based on your carnal understanding. For I was anointed to do good, and my good is in me. My good is in who I am. My good is in who I am. For I was anointed to do good and to heal the sick and the oppressed, but do not base it on what you see. Do not base it on what you see, for you do not know what good is until you see me, until you see me, until you see me, for I was anointed to do good, and the good is not in the fate of the earth. It is in the heavenlies. It is in the ascension of men. For I was anointed to do good. I was anointed to do good. I was anointed to do good. That you may come even to the realm where I was anointed that you may be acceptable. That you may come to the realm of acceptability. For my good will bring you to acceptability. My good will raise you up to the realm of acceptability. Do not define it based on your own understanding but look up look up that you may know what good is praise God thank you Jesus glory to God so you see that um, Jesus um, that was not the you cannot tell you cannot evaluate Jesus based on miracles right that was not that's not where you you check him A lot of Jesus' miracles were for the scripture. In fact, a lot of times they were revelatory. Right? A lot of times they were just move out of, moved with compassion to, to do things. Praise God. But Jesus was, what he was really doing was, he was while he was doing miracles, he was still using faith as a Jew who believed God. Right? He was a Jew who believed God. So he was able to do miracles and all of that. But while he was doing that and he was using a faith towards God to do things, he was inside of him, he was authoring another faith. Yes. Right? So, and the faith which Jesus was authoring was the faith, is the faith that can solve the problem, the disease of man. The disease of the soul. So it's a, it's a faith that can, that can bring better things. That can give better things to man. Things that are better than what man's own faith can give. So that faith is what um, Paul was speaking about in Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Right? He said, Therefore I am crucified with, who? with Christ. Nevertheless I live. But yet not I, but Christ liveth where? In me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Who did what? Who loved me and what? So it's very clear that our faith is the faith of the Son of God. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Our faith is what? Our faith is the what? Is the faith of what? Of the Son of God. And that faith, the purpose of that faith is for living. Right? There is what you call living faith. The faith that is used for living. Or faith that gives life. Not every faith gives life. 
When I say life, I mean life is the healing of the sickness that happened to the soul. Right? So the, the giving of life to the soul is what the soul needs that the faith in, just the normal faith towards God could not achieve. Praise God. So the giving of life inside of the soul is what Jesus, he now came to alter a faith. So it's very clear that if a faith that can bring life is a faith that can, that is a faith that life responds to. Do you see that? It's a faith that what? Life. When I say life, I mean life in God. It's not every faith that life in God responds to. So, a person who has faith to cast demons, out demons, who has faith to heal the sick, raise the dead, who has faith to do a manner of things, cannot say, by faith in Jesus' name, I command the life of God to come into my soul. What? I command, you cannot, you cannot say, right now, have you not wondered, why does it not work? So you can, you can command, like, other things to happen, but what can you say, I command love right now, I command you to come into my heart, say, love, you, you belong to me, I command you to come into my heart. You now discover that love does not hear that fate. Right? Love doesn't hear it. You can command and everything. Love does not do what? Yeah, because why? All of those things, they are natures that are kept in heaven. Then when the faith that you're trying to use, that faith can go. You know, that man said, spoke to Jesus, I'm a man under authority. Just speak the word. You know? In fact, forget about all these Jews. They don't understand you. They don't get all these principles of all these things. Me, I know all these things. I know that you don't need to come to my house. Just speak the word. You understand the, you understood the principle. And just say, wow, really you know that? What a faith. I've not seen such a faith before. And then Jesus spoke the word. And then the, the Bible says that while the guy was going, guys from his house were coming to jam him and say, ah, man, this word, your daughter, man, is healed. And I said, okay, what time? Ah, it was actually the time Jesus said it. It means that the... It means that the Jesus' word, by true faith, it means faith can travel fast. So it means that as Jesus spoke, faith traveled. It wasn't, that wasn't just, it wasn't, it was, Jesus didn't heal her by anointing. It was mouth, right? It means his mouth responds. Whatever was wrong with her body was, could respond. She was sick near to death. But when Jesus spoke, the, her cells in her body Whatever cells, whatever happened to her cells or whatever, the chemical, I don't know what was her sickness, but whatever it was, could hear the voice of Jesus from her father. They could hear the faith in his voice. Do you understand? And then that faith traveled. So you see that that, you see it's very clear that faith can take horizontal journey. It means that faith can travel to, you can send it to North Korea, to wherever, and faith can journey. But tell that faith to journey upward. Because there are things that are kept in heaven. Then that faith will say, um, <clears throat> we, do you see anything in this area here? When it has to do with anything on this, are you seeing this X coordinate? I, I, 
I, I, I travel in X coordinate. I don't understand what is, why, I get what I'm saying. Do you see that? What the, can you tell me what is in X coordinates? Everything, all your problems, all our problems are X coordinate problems, most of us. And may you, may, you, may you begin to exchange problems. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like we have. <laughs> even, even our problem, our, our, say, what is your problem? What you say is your problem. That's the you. Don't, you we, we, we are encumbered with the wrong things. But you, know, you have a greater problem. The greater problem of a man is are all the things which God has prepared for them that love him. All spiritual blessings which are kept in heavenly places for the soul, but the soul does not, does not even know about them. He doesn't care about such things. Praise God. So, so, so you see that faith that Jesus was using was faith of the earth. It can get things done on the earth. Praise God. But when it comes to things that are above, things that are above, you need a faith that journeys upward. It's faith that does what? Journeys what? A faith that journeys upward. There's a faith that journeys that can move into the spirit and bring down spiritual things. It doesn't bring things that you can wear on your body. It brings things they can wear on your soul. A lot of times we have our bodies clothed. We have a nice cloth, nice shirt, nice jacket, everything. Praise God. You've also clothed, you move forward. There are levels of clothing. Then you have house. Some people's house is not enough. They must do estate. If you're in a house, you know, the way you enjoy your house, some guys can't enjoy it. When they enter your house, they still feel naked. They feel like, why is there just one house? You should have a, an estate of houses. Then when they're hanging, ah! The lawn, means your, the lawn shouldn't be from here to here. It should be like a field. <laughs> then say, uh, this is a house. You know what I mean? That's, so, so uh, praise God. So you see, there, there's faith that clothes the outward. But such people, a lot of times, the inward man can be extremely naked. Like that church in Revelation chapter 3. They were happy that they had much. They didn't know they were blind. They were, praise the Lord. There was wretchedness in their soul. Praise the Lord. So God is looking to, for a faith that there's what he authored in Jesus was a faith that can meet the need of the soul. Not the same thing. Not the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Ah, really? Ah, oh, wow. Really? 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 So it means someone who doesn't have this faith doesn't have any provision for their soul. Yes, it's true. It means that man's soul has been without any sort of provision for thousands of years before Jesus came. That man's soul was naked, open. No defense. It was just left to the thief, the thief of life, Satan, who cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. This man's soul was just a free, you know, someone will 
He will, he will plunder the soul. And then the person will die, and the person will have offspring. And then they will transfer his debt to his children. So when the, when the children grow up, of course, it's very clear that the, the children are schooled by the environment of debt in the home. You know, what is, what is debt in the home? All the, the accumulation of the life that, that the home. You know, when you walk into a home, what is the, what is the, you know, every home is a school, right? The home is, meant, is the first school. It's, a school. it's the first school of the soul. Praise God. Now, when you get into a home, what is the curriculum of the home's school? So, the home, every, do you know that every home is spiritual? Every home by nature is spiritual. That's just it. Once you can create a home environment, if you can create a home environment, you've just created a spiritual thing. That is a thought that came from God. Right? When, you, when you create that environment, you now see it's, a home is a place where, where culture and life is imparted. Do you see that? So when a home, so it's very clear that the home is a school without books. Because books are too, book is too slow. For, to set, make someone learn something by book, it takes a long time. So, but, but rather you can, it's easier to learn by transfer of spirit than to learn by book. But it's not easy to create the environment for transfer of spirit. Your, most of the time, your lecturer, it's hard for them to do that. Because your heart can never be open to your lecturer, your professor, the way it's open to your parents. You first of all feel like he, he himself, he hates you, that he's thinking about your downfall. You feel like all he's thinking about is how he can put his red marker on your paper. And you feel like that makes him happy. So you're only in that class to hear what he has to say quickly. And ex- if you can escape him, thank God I've escaped this one. <laughs> So, are you in that kind of environment? <laughs> so, it means that the, the professor can never do that by spirit. Your, the gate of your heart is not is closed to him. So, he must come by book. That is school, the, the other education. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, it's very clear that the school is not as powerful as the home. Yes. And that is one thing that, the, of course, spirits know it. But it's a thought, it's an intelligence that spirits are now transferring into the mind of evil men on the earth. They are now trying, they are slapping men, hey, come on, be fast, man, leave all these things you are doing. <laughs> you are trying to change your educational curriculum, that's awesome. That's not where it is. You have to go deeper. Home. Sure, you know, they're coming, they're coming. You know, education, they started from university, they took over university. Completely. Universities are gone right now. All the universities are gone in terms of the, the only some, some few aspects of universities that are left. I, what I'm just talking about is the, 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 the prosperity of, God, of thought that is against God. Right? That's the corruption of the society. Right? And the ultimate corruption of society is the death of God which is the, the, the removal of God. Men want to kill God and remove God's memory of God from society. The spirits are the ones teaching men to do that. So you see that they know that we, where they go around is where men take culture from. Do you see that? So of course, the, the investors are gone. They are coming down. Now they are come, trying to come to elementary level. But you see, the, the, the last bus stop is the home. 
And you don't know, you know they're coming. It's, 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 very, it's coming very soon. They're going to, they're going to. After a while, they'll be like, ah, ah, but all the kids that are coming to school, many of them come, so they say that mm, six years old is too late. By the time they, they get to six, they're already racist. So it means that, it means that the only, the solution to racism now, we have to get to home. So you have to make sure that, we have to find, there has to be a program to make sure that p- parents are not raising their kids to be racist. So. We are, are you getting what I'm trying to say? Amen. Amen. So, um, the home, like I said, is a school for is a school for spiritual learning. The home is a school for what? Spiritual learning. Once you've created a home, you've created a school for spirits to where spirits can easily teach because at home hearts are open. At home, hearts are open. There's no guard. At home, people, you drink the culture of the air. You drink the culture. Praise God. So you're seeing, the, so the way that this, the sickness of the soul is, is transferred from generation to generation. The, the main school of death are homes. You say, oh, what do you mean? Is that not... Don't kids, it's not, it's not when they go to university, they learn how to club and drink and all that. Is that not where kids go bad? No. That's not where kids go bad. You feel like, ah, no, now, ah, ah. It's, it's influence. Peer pressure is not peer pressure. Peer pressure is a tiny thing. So peer pressure is also powerful. Like when you get to a school, um, if you send a child to school, you find out that, the, the greatest influence to your child in school is not his teachers. can never be his teachers. Because the teachers, they open book. But there are other people who don't open book, who are, who are ministers of yes, Satan. Sir. Praise God. Yes, who are, they are what? Ministers of what? You can, see a, you can see a small child can be a professor of Satan. They, they sent him from a, from a deadly home. He came from, a, from where a deadly home with spirits. And see, such a person is in the playground, just watching. Skill, he has ability to culture what. After a while, all the kids will start behaving like him because of his. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it's very clear. Kids are not all the same. Some kids are anointed, and the level of anointing on a kid is based on how anointed his home is. So children bring anointing from their home. Spirits from their home follow them, and they follow them to school. Praise God. That's why if you're, none of us have children, well, just a few of us have kids here, but you're going to have kids one day. When you have kids, your, your child must be the most anointed kid Amen. in his, in his environment. They must be, they must be, your child must be causing problem in school. Parents must be calling, There's, I, my, my child came home and is doing this, he's saying this. Is, why, is, why is my child talking about Jesus? <laughs> I would say, well, we don't, we check the curriculum, we don't teach Jesus here. <laughs> have, you for, have you forgot to remove Jesus a long time ago? We don't teach it here. Wow. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. There's an anointed kid around yeah. who, is, who, is, who is contagious. <laughs> culture. <laughs> culture. Some people who send their kids 
to school who don't greet them at home. When the kid wake up, my milk! <laughs> no good morning, no good. One day the child will wake up and say, good morning, mommy, good morning. Where, where did you learn that from? Who taught you? They encountered somebody yeah. who came from. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm just giving you examples of some things. So homes are powerful. Homes are powerful. Homes. Most of us, 99% of the problems you are carrying came from your home. You say, no, no, what, all my habits, I learned the one. Ah, your, your home habit doesn't just land on dry ground. There is foundation, support system. There's something that we took from the home. That, that you see, so you see, the work the home does is so powerful that a soul that is raised from a bad home will be, will be a magnet of evil things when it gets out into the world. Do you see that? It can be a what? A, a magnet. Of it. Why? Because a, a more spiritual, invisible work was, is done at home. Praise God. Are you seeing that? So, so it's very clear then that the way, say, death passed upon a man. How did he pass? It's through homes. It's through homes. It's through home, that's how, that's how you see the, the flow of the inheritance of sin and death. It's at home that they teach a child that your future is, the, the greatest attainment of your life is that day when you wear your PhD gown. It's your, this thing, and the, and the rope to the side. And then daddy will stand here, mommy will stand here. Praise God. Are you seeing that image? <laughs> Who paints that image? <laughs> and how deep does that image go? That this is the end of attainment. Even though you go to church and you come back. But you know that church does not... Um, it's not the... That, praise God... Amen. Amen. You know that daddy doesn't ask you what do you learn in church with the same face that he asks you what do you learn in school. <laughs> you think the child doesn't know that? You think the child can't detect that? <laughs> We're the ones that think, you don't know how, when a child comes, a child is the things that you don't notice, the child notices them because their, their slate is clean. They read. They can read. The, the child knows how much weight you put on this. And he can, he can compare it with the what weight you put on that. He knows which is more important to you. Wow. The child can read that. Yeah, Johnny, what did you learn in church today? We learned uh, Matthew, blah, 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 blah. Oh, wow, clap for yourself, Johnny. But... Johnny, what do you learn in school today? Let's <laughs> say, uh, you mean you can't remember what you learned? <laughs> Are you sorry? <laughs> Are, those... <laughs> Are those the same face? Oh! <laughs> wow. Wow. 
You think, you think, you think you're not programming the child? That thing you are programming through that can take a preacher for 10 years. He hasn't been able to rearrange the priority. That's it. When, when the preacher starts preaching, heaven, uh, Zion, and all of that, somebody else has programmed the child. Uh, thank God for heaven and all that, but, man. <laughs> so it means that the, the nature of coming to a meeting and then stepping out of the door and forgetting everything that moment is an inheritance. In the way that when you go to a class, you don't forget once you step out. Even though you don't remember everything, but man, you took some things down. You have to. You have to. You have to. Because if, if you, you spend one week, you're going to class, you're not taking things out. After a while, when you now look at the schedule, midterm date, hey, you know that. The, are you, have you ever felt the. It's not, it's not just a weight, that thing is a. Ah, it's like a. It's the terror of what test day or exam date. Has you ever had the terror because of maybe, ah, this, 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 all these this messages? Well, not really getting them. Have you woke up panting before? <laughs> but I bet you some of you have cried because of a class, exam is coming. I don't know. What am I going to write? So, you are seeing the level at which things are communicated at the home is deep, spiritual. At the, the home can impart, can impart hope. Inside the home, when you, a child is born in a home, that's when they define life. The parent is defining, this is what you are here to look for. This life, this is what it's meant for. I must never be disgraced by you. Hmm. See this family name? See this one? Hmm. Are you, all those things there. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So the, the home is spiritual. And you see that, so that thing of the home, and thank God for what God is doing right now, is God wants to take over homes. Because homes wasn't devil's idea to start with. It's God's idea, but he just uses it because he knows, he knows the potency of it. So now imagine a child growing up in a home where priorities are correct. Right. Even though you might feel like, ah, I'm not preaching to, preaching to the child every day. You can preach to your child every day and bore them to death if you want. But that's not the, that's not the kind of school that a home is. I'm saying, am I saying don't read your Bible at home? No, that's not what I'm saying. Am I saying don't read your Bible to your kids? No. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, a lot of times when you're reading your Bible to, the, to your child, you are, Bible you read to a child is not useful to the child. Before scripture will start being useful to a child, 
the scripture, the child should be maybe close to like 20. Maybe close to like 20 years old. At least I'm going to be above 20. 20 something. That's when scripture can then begin to have meaning to a child. Usefulness. But before, between the age of 2, 3, 4, 5 to that 20, what is the child using to live? It's not the scripture. It's not scripture. So that's why I don't think that raise up, train up a child in the way you should go is reading Bible to them. <laughs> what? Your training of a child in the way you should go is your life. Your life is what, is what oozes into the atmosphere of the home. That's what they are reading. So if you want to wait till use scripture, it means that what the scripture will be dealing with at that 20 years of age is like two decades of what? I remember when, praise God, amen. amen. When I was, um, I got born again actually when I was very young. I was like seven-ish maybe, very, very young. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. That, that's not the whole story. That's, the other, the story has part B. It has the series. It's not a. It's not a. Uh, Amen. It's a series. Amen. That's just part one of the series. Other things between part one and the last part, many things happen. Amen. So, but. I, I got born again when I was, when I was very young. I, got, I fell in love with the Bible. I fell in love. I used to read Christian books and everything. I love everything about God. Amen. In fact, I even, the first message I preached was, was maybe seven. I don't know. I mean, to the, to the whole church. Yeah. It was children's, children's week, and they were looking, looking for a preacher. So. Amen. Amen. I still remember what I wore. It was a jean jacket. Blue jean jacket. Praise God. So, and I preached so well. The next year, they so suit for me. The next year, I was a, was a maroon color nice suit. Praise God. The first message, my... My theme scripture was turn up a child in the way you should go. I remember that message. My, my mother wrote the message for me on full, full scalp paper. <laughs> Praise God. So I, that, I got born again when I was young, but what happened, you know, I, I went to. So it means that all the message I preached when I was seven, I didn't know anything. About what I was talking about, I knew the memory verse. I crammed everything. I knew every. I crammed the message. I crammed. Every, I used to read my Bible. I knew scriptures, and I, I had a sound Sunday school teacher, very sound on some beautiful. In fact, praise God. So I learned a lot in Sunday school, but when I went to secondary school. Right, and, and I, I met beans. Uh, right, ooh, who are what? what? <laughs> Praise God. 
to drop my whole secondary school into and everything. Then I, when I entered the university, I came to Canada and all. What happened to my? I was. I mean, I not denied Jesus, but. <laughs> but what? Amen. Amen. Well, it was when I came was when I came to Canada. My first year, after my first year, after my first year, praise God. Hallelujah. After my first year. <laughs> praise God. Hallelujah. First year, amen. <laughs> 2008, after my exam. Then, entering the bus, because after exams, nothing to do, you know, just going around, just sitting down in the bus. Things from how many decades ago started talking to me. This, what is okay, this whole life and all this, what is this about? I mean, such a question. Imagine such a question coming to the mind of a guy who has left, who has been living a different life, left God. And when I say I didn't believe church, I used to, in fact, I was a musician in church. Right? I was a church, I grew up in church my whole life. I was a musician. Well, once I was a musician in church in Nigeria, the area where I lived in, musicians, you know? <laughs> you know, in church, when you are praying against, Evil spirits. Yeah. The musicians are the evil spirits. <laughs> you know that? The pastor just doesn't know. Bad boys. Bad people. Bad. In fact, what saved me was the guy who taught me, who I learned music, the one who who, when I started learning how to play the keyboard, the first guy, who person who taught me. So he was a bit older than me. So he knows the kind of home I came from. So maybe something, God put something inside his conscience. He's a bad guy, but God put something inside his conscience that is the way he brought me. There's some places that say, no, you can't come to this one, this place. <laughs> you can't come. <laughs> Praise God. His name is Stanley. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, but God, I think it was just God walking. He, he didn't even know why. He was shielding me from some, from some things. But um, God helped me so that I won't, you know, there are some mistakes you make that, ah, to repair them, man. You know, God can forgive things, but consequences are consequences. You know? yes. There are things that you do that can change your, the trajectory of your life. Forever, you know what I mean. But so God helped me not to make those kinds of mistakes. Uh, but I was around bad people. When I say bad, I mean like they were the bad eggs. Okay. Uh, amen. So, so that was how I grew. I grew up in church. I'm giving you a picture of, of growing up in church, but being an evil spirit. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but but well, when I came when I came to Canada. You know, so after my, my first year, 
After the first year, then God just, God just began to talk. From nowhere, you wonder, you know, some thoughts will come to you. Where did this thing, why, why? And then he didn't leave me. From, from boss, go home. Why? Okay, what's the point of your life? What's, why are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Then things from my Sunday school. When I'm saying things from Sunday school, and that's how, that's how why I believe that any, at any level, Nobody should ever teach the Bible without, anoint, without being anointed. Mm. Nobody. Even when you are teaching kids, you need anointing. Because years later, what they might, they might have the scripture, but what is the, is the spirit behind what you are saying, what you are saying, that it registers in the heart. You, the heart can never forget that thing. What I began to remember, I began to remember the Jesus that my Sunday school teacher taught me. And no matter how bad of an evil spirit I become, I can never deny that that being she was talking about is real. Why? It's the conviction. Her name is Gloria. The conviction. Some years later, I had to go and look for her on Facebook. And I had to tell, send her a message that, look, remember me? I taught, you taught me in Sunday school. In CPM, a long time ago, and I thanked her. I said, The Lord used you to sow seeds. That I'm sure you didn't know the extent of what you were doing. You know. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, what, I, what began to come to me then was the impression, the impression of the, that conviction of that being. So, she did something in me that even though I was doing my things, but I, you can't argue with me that there's no God. But it's not based on scriptural theological knowledge. It's, taught, it's based on, on the, the, the spirit of the, of the person, the, the conviction, the, the anointing that was upon the vessel that was communicating those things. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It was a, my, me getting born again, it wasn't like dramatic, you know, raising hands and all that. Coming to, thank God for that. Those of us who got born again in that way, you know, altar call, you know, in a powerful meeting and you come out and give your life to Christ. That was not my own. My, me getting born again was, I, I, in fact, it wasn't getting born again. I was already born again. It's just that I had left the Lord for, for a long time. But rededicating my life to God was just, just, just things that were seeds that were latent in me for maybe almost over a decade, over a decade plus that just began to sprout all of a sudden and began to come, it began to take over my consciousness and began to take over my mind. And that, was, that was it after. I said, man, amen. And then I, I encountered one of the, one of the also breakthrough moments was also another encounter. But that was at that time, that same season, just before I, that was 2008 summer, before I traveled to Calgary. But the guy who was, so one of the guys I always, always refer to as one of my mentors, the first mentors I had when I got born again. So he was in Calgary then, because he was a student at the University of Manitoba, but he had traveled to Calgary for a co-op. But he just came back that summer. Um, he had never seen me before, because he was away the whole time, because he was also a, one of the, the leaders in a young adult fellowship. He was away, and he just came back, and he was like, you know, he has done his co-op and everything. 
And uh, he, you know, when you just have experience, so you just give me, gather some guys, one of my friend's basements, just to share with you guys, because he was excited about the, I guess, his experience there, coming out of Winnipeg, you know, being exposed to corporate life and all of that. Amen. And he has, um, he's, uh, it wasn't like my age. He was a few years older than us. So, um, and he has worked with God before in Nigeria, before he came, involved in campus fellowship and all of that. So, um, so it's very clear that he was, he had the spirit of God, not just the spirit of God. He had the impression. There are people who have impressions of God. Right, because and the only thing that gives you, make you a carrier of the impressions of God is walking with God. That's the only way you can get that thing. You cannot study into it. You cannot. If you are someone who stays around the Bible, but you, in the secret of your heart, you do shady things, you can never carry that thing. It's too precious. Heaven, they don't put that thing on shady vessels. You cannot, you can try to act like you're spiritual, but that thing is something, it's is weight, it's, it's like, um, it's, it's quality. It's the quality of soul that being with God. Like when you are submitting yourself, your inward person to, to accurate leading. You know, leading of, this is just, even just Holy Spirit. But following the Holy Spirit is something it does to the, to the verse. It makes you sharp. The sharpness is talking of the, it makes you sharp and um, praise the Lord. There's something that that washing, the renewing of the Holy Ghost. They call it the washing of regeneration, water of regeneration, the renewing of the Holy Ghost. There's something that the Spirit of God puts inside of a person, a person who obeys the Spirit. Praise God. And I mean, I didn't know. I mean, by that time, I hadn't been. I, I wasn't really. I mean, I, I hadn't been practicing spirituality at all. Praise God. So. I didn't really have a frame of reference for things like that. So, you, so it wasn't true scripture. It was just discerning. So he was just talking about with guys that day. I was just there. Someone has invited me. Okay, come. There's this guy that wants, that wants to talk to people. And I, just, I was in the basement of one of our friends. So I was just there. I was just watching, listening to what he was saying. He wasn't talking Bible. He wasn't preaching. He wasn't. He was just talking about just life. Just being serious with school. Being serious, you know and all that, the importance of maybe co-op, things like that. He was just talking. I was just like, hi, this guy, what kind of spirit is this? See, why, why is he, why does he think this way? Why does he, you know, he's, there's something about him, a forthright spirit, something about his nature. So that was what the Holy Ghost had wrought in him. The Holy Ghost and also um, the milk of the world, because he was also a, a, a student of the word of faith. It was a product of the word of faith. Amen. Amen. So, and so, somewhere, I think I got to connect him, and he also took interest in me. I'm sure God must have done that. Mm. Praise the Lord. And that's how we started communicating, like emailing back and forth, and then somehow he took interest in me, and the Lord used him greatly, praise God, to, to help me. Amen. Amen. What I'm just trying to paint to us is, I give two examples, right? My Sunday school and all that, and then this, yes, this mentor. So, and you see the, the key, the contact there is not opening Bible scripture. It's not opening. So it means that school that soul goes to, 
It's not all those, it's not mainly, it's not like that official. No, no, that's not. The, are you, the, the, the soul can read things that can impact the vessel so much. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. This is my mentor I'm speaking about. The mentorship wasn't like, uh, let's read Bible every single day. And maybe God, God probably raised him that way. And then I thank God for that. I thank God for things like that. It's not maybe let's read Bible and pray. But that was not the kind of, it's not the kind of mentorship. It's more of the mentorship with expectation of inward transformation. Yes. Mm. Wow. It's, not, it's not, you know, we like that kind of thing. Ah, have you done this? Ah, have you listened to, how many messages do you listen to? Maybe I will call you and say, ah, okay. They say, yeah, I listened to that one, I listened to that one again and all that. Yeah, I will look at my notes. I took, that's not the thing. You can do all of that thing and you are still bent and crooked on the inside. You will still be doing things you know you shouldn't do. Why are you doing things you shouldn't do? You are, you are waiting, maybe either Pastor Jeff or maybe Auntie Abby or Pastor John or somebody will call you and say, hey, why did you do that? <laughs> if you are waiting for that, see, you might never see. Praise the Lord. You might wait until you are a grown 60-year-old person and you still have your crookedness with you. That is most likely what's going to happen if you don't change. Maybe we are waiting for a day of intervention. We will all gather you say, hey, look, we've noticed that you have been listening to an attending meeting, but you have not been changing. So we have now come with military intervention. To It's not going to happen to you, man. Because, <laughs> praise God, because the same atmosphere you are under, some of your mates are changing. They are making inward quality decisions. I, this is not, this kind of behavior is not acceptable. I can't. You put it aside. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what you are deciding. There's no fanfare. Ah, you have done it. Oh, wow. You mean, you mean you are now going to be straightforward now? Oh my God, we celebrate you. That's not going to happen. It will just be a secret decision in your own heart. Only you and God. That's how people change. If you're not capable of doing such things, you will be slow. You will not profit. When we, when we look at you, we see, see the same nasty things around you. Even with all the revelation and all the things. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So my, 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 the mentorship I was under, it's not, it's not plenty of talking. It's more like if, if I'm messing up, he knows I'm messing up. Me, I know I'm messing up. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all that's, that's all that's needed. And what can bring that? Just maybe one question. Oh, what about this thing? 
Ah, il se... Oh. Ah, ok. Somebody who really wants to change, you don't have to fight. If you are fighting with somebody to change, that's why together I don't believe in that kind of thing. Maybe because, because that's why I, believe I don't have pastoral grace. You know what I mean? I, don't have, I can't pastor a church because I don't have that kind of something. You know what I mean? I say, Look, this thing is not right. Can't you see? <laughs> Maybe that's one of my weaknesses. I would rather leave you and be praying for you. Amen. Amen. You need to be, we need to be more inward. You see that inward man? Be more conscious about him. Don't just neglect him. Don't neglect him. Take him. Don't, it's way you won't give birth to a child and maybe not send the child to school. And just let the child be playing and doing anything. You will, after you get the child, you get to an age. You know, this child needs to be in school to learn something. That's what makes you responsible. Amen. One of my relatives. <laughs> one of my uncles. <laughs> one of my uncles. Amen. You know, you know you have different, you know you have different kind of uh, thank God, like we come from different genes, right? You share genes. You have your dad's side and you have your your mom's side, amen. I know they, they're not always all the same kind, so there can be a, a bit of a difference. Praise God. Um, so, so my relatives on my dad's side, they are more peculiar. <laughs> not, not bad, just peculiar. You know, there's one of my uncles, you know, his kids, they say, ah, why, does, why your kids, don't they go to school? I say, yeah, yeah, yeah I have a program for them. <laughs> <laughs> Two years later, ah, but this child that's, ah, is he not, not going to send this child? have a program for them. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't be that kind of person that has program for your soul that we are never seeing. You know what I mean by you, you just abandon, just leave your soul mm. like that. Mm. You know, some of us, are, our energy flows more outward than inward. No, yeah. let your, can I take me say that, that, that you should be more See, I want to be a thousand times bigger on the inside than I'm, I am on the outside. That's one thing that is Kenneth T. Higgins' attitude. He's, he's, he's a man who was more, check a lot of his meditation. You see, a lot of the revelation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Okay. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You see, a lot of that the Higgins revelation, he had visions. Thank God for his visions. But the honest truth is that a lot of his visions, a lot of his visions, you, there's some things that he saw in, by vision that if you saw, you will not understand what it means. So he saw a lot of visions and thank God for that. But the core of his life's work was insight to scriptures. But if you check most of his insight to scripture, 
they are inside that, you know that nobody will ever see this thing if you were not deeply inwardly searching to do righteousness. Do you get what I'm saying? That there are some things that you will not. What, what were you looking for to see this thing inside of Scripture? Do you get what I'm saying? That many of these, these things are from work, standard, the, the desire to meet a standard, inward, not the applause of men. People who are looking for applause of men, you will not, you will not hit landmarks of revelation. You will always be a surface being. As long as you, you, you have a revelation that satisfies your outward image, you are fine. You stop there. Because that's what you're interested in. But there is a, there's a revelation that only searchers can find. Just searchers of those who, are, who have taken up the vocation of inward transformation. There are things that revelation that such people define. And usually such people are, a lot of men who are blessings to the world at that kind of level. It's not because they say, I want to bless the world. A lot of times it's just simple it's in the cause of their inward followership of God. They hit great what, treasures that, that bless generations to come. Praise the Lord. Are you getting my point? So what I'm just saying is that, see that inward, that soul, we must, you must cherish your soul. Don't let your energy flow more towards outward. You know, outward image. Ah, how do people see me? What's their perception of me? So as long as you check, ah, I'm still okay. You know, my reputation is okay. Then no problem. You, you don't have energy anymore. But rather, you should have more. More of your energy should be your inward righteousness. It is that attitude that makes a soul a soul take the vocation of ascending. Because upward journey is not seen by men. Upward journey. That's the difference. That's the main difference between the, that faith which all men have of Hebrews. See, everything in Hebrews 11, there are things that my, men can applaud. What Abraham did, men can applaud Abraham. It's clear. All those heroes of faith. There are things that men say, this guy, you are a fit guy. You walk with God. We can see that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Men can applaud you, but are you seeing the... So Jesus now came and said, he now came to alter another kind. Hmm. <laughs> a different kind of faith. So therefore, having a cloud of witnesses, then, look, let us lay aside every weight and sin that so easily beset us and then run with patience the race that is set. Are you seeing those things, those before us, before us? He's talking about specific people looking unto Jesus. I ask you, who do you look unto? Who do you look unto? Who are we looking unto? So you looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So He's, he's talking about them changing of attention from all these great external things, stopping the mouth of lion, taking kingdoms, all of those things. You now need to look unto Jesus, the word, the author, and then they now began to describe the attitude of that faith they call our faith in he who authored it. 
say, who for the joy that was set before him? So it means that he was, he was seeing a joy that was set. And that joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. And now it's now set down at where? The right hand of God. Are you seeing that? My question to you is that, can you see such a thing? Can you, how many of you have a sense of the joy that is set before you? Now, and that is, how many of us count the upward calling as joy? Like you see that, that you, you are genuinely joyful. When I say joyful, I mean that, that you, you are able to, you, the joy of your life is what you see upward. It's the, the calling that is, the, what God has called your soul to. It's actually a joy. And the, and the measure of how of the joy, the impact of that joy of your soul is the willingness to endure the cross that is what? The cross. You, for the joy that was said for him, endure the cross and despise the the shame. So, to endure cross and despise shame. You have to know what is cross? Cross is the place where they crucify earthly pursuit and they open the door to the heavenly pursuit. The cross signifies crossroads. Crossroads. Cross is the place where the horizontal gives way for the vertical. Praise God. Cross is where? The place where the, the horizontal does what? Gives way forward. I mean, horizontal passions, horizontal pursuits give way for vertical what? Vertical pursuits. So it's very clear then that, that our faith, the faith which Jesus authored, is the faith that, the attitude of that faith is the, is the faith that makes men Endure cross and despise the shame. Endure what? Cross and then what? Despise the shame. When you, when you say cross and shame, cross and shame are the, they are the, they are the price that you pay. And that's one thing about upward journey. Upward journey, it requires a price from the earth. Means that what instead of sowing to the earth, you sow where? In heaven. Treasure. That's what Jesus was speaking about, where you put your treasure. Do not put your treasure on the earth where rust and mort and all of that don't corrupt, but where your then he now said that where a man's treasure is, that there his heart will be also. So the faith of the Son of God is a faith of is the faith that makes a soul begin to transact with the economy of heaven. Is a, a kind of faith that that brings the soul, transports the soul into the reality. It makes the spiritual real. 
That's one of the signs, the first sign of the fate of the song. It's the changing of the concept of reality to the soul that it makes heaven real. That's one of the, the, the first thing the fate of the song will do is to do what? Make heaven real. What do I mean by making heaven real? It's that heaven becomes real to the soul when the soul can stand in heaven. What, where you, the, the, one of the things your feet does to you, no man can argue against what his feet is standing on. Yes, sir. That is, this, you see how solid this place, this earth is? This earth is telling you, you see this thing is real. It's sure. You can stand here. But it's very clear that men cannot stand in heaven just ordinarily like that. So, what is faith then? Faith is what is faith is what is what makes the ground of heaven solid to your soul. Is what makes the what the ground of what heaven solid. So, a, a, a person who doesn't have the faith of the sun can never stand in heaven. A soul that doesn't have the faith of the sun cannot do what cannot stand in heaven. Does that make sense to you? <laughs> it doesn't make sense to you. <laughs> you don't understand that standing in heaven, you know what I mean? No. Standing in heaven. Is, what do you say? I, I think I understand that part. You're okay. Yeah. You understand the part of standing in heaven. Which part don't you understand? The sentence I made. I said if yeah. a what? A person or the fate of what? The son makes what? Makes heaven real, makes the soul, makes the soul stand. I was using this ground as a metaphor, right? But check inside your soul. Your feet is on the earth, but your soul also has a standing on the earth. It's not only the feet that, that stands on the earth. There's a, the soul has a way that it stands. It has anchor to the, the things of the earth. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Just examine that phrase. What is the meaning of that? Use the word substance. Evidence. Substance. So faith is what it concretizes what you hope for. Faith solidifies what you hope for. If what is in heaven hasn't, if heaven hasn't become a solid ground for you, you cannot transact in heavenly things. That's why they say the carnal mind cannot receive the things of the spirit. They are foolishness to him. What is foolishness? Foolishness is, like what, is what you joke about. It's like someone tells a joke or a story. Ah, you laugh. Ha, ha, ha. And you come back to reality. <laughs> Right, you you come back to reality. That thing you say that's just a story. That's there's some of us that when you talk about heaven, it's still just a story. It's just this thing that we're just talking about. These things that the Bible talks about ascending into heaven. So, 
I'm just trying to show you something that the faith of that place must possess your heart. Otherwise, it can never be a reality to you. How will we know that it has become a reality to you? We will begin to watch you and we will see you enduring the cross and despising the shame. Enduring the cross. This transaction, this kind of transaction, is what Jesus was, was trying to introduce that rich young ruler to. He was trying to introduce him to the concept of this kind of transaction. After he had told him of the righteousness which he obeys. I've done this. All these things have I done for my age. Jesus said, okay, you've done them from your root. That's awesome. Now, can you take everything you have and sell it and give it to the poor? Then come and follow me. Now, everything he has, praise God. Now, you can say, you include his cows, his car, whether it's a donkey, whatever he rides, rides at that time. I don't know what the latest ride at that time was. Amen. <laughs> Whatever the latest ride, I'm sure you must have had it. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. And then go and give them to the poor. And why the poor? So you cannot tell him tomorrow, I've changed my mind. I'll give him back. Because once you, the poor are anointed to devout things, and you never see them again. That's the anointing of a poor person. They're anointed to make things disappear. Praise God. <laughs> if you give your money to a rich guy, when you come tomorrow, he can still, he will give it back to yes, you. Sir. If you give it to a poor man, the thing that has been making him poor will take the money. Praise God. So he makes sure that, so it means that once you give to the poor, he's gone forever. Praise God. Now, if Jesus is teaching that, then the Bible says the man, by hearing that thing, now, he has not given it to the poor, but just Jesus talking about it changed the countenance of his heart. And the Bible says he went away sorrowful. Hmm. Why are you sorrowing? Have you sold the thing? You didn't sell anything now. Your, your cash is still in your account. Your money is still here. You haven't done anything. So how cool now? Sure, you just, just okay, you are not doing. No problem. But be happy. Why are you sorrowful? It's the thought of it. It, was, it, it, it was, it's the thought of separation from his thing. That means that those things are not ordinary. Yeah. You can say he's enjoying his house, his car, his donkey, but his soul also has there's an aspect of it that is tied to his soul. Yes. Then from there, Jesus now began to teach and say, it is actually more difficult for a rich man to, for a camel to pass through the eye of, it's easier for a camel, sorry, to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into what? Into the kingdom of God. So, because a rich man, the reason for Riches on the earth, a lot of men having riches on the earth, is not just because of the use, their body's use of it. It's because soul can be tied to riches. Are you seeing that? So it's very clear to you then that the riches which the soul has ties to are what keeps the soul on the earth. It is hard to find a man who is rich on the earth without faith. It is very hard to find a rich man on the earth without faith. It's hard. 
If, if you take uh, riches, give it to a man without faith, come and check, and one year later, he would have lost them. Hmm. Hmm. I explain to you? Not faith of the sun, no? Uh-huh, faith of the earth. Just normal faith that men have. Mm-hmm. What? Investment. Every, everything else for, to do with the flow of capital, everything is faith now. Without faith, you can never make money. If I give you one dollar, you can never be able to take that one dollar, make it two or three without faith. You go and bury it. Right? Like that one. <laughs> that servant. You didn't understand that, the concept. You must let it go. You must cast your bread. It's the, it's the, if you don't cast your bread upon many waters, it will not come back. It's a law. So a lot of guys, you might not see people, people in the financial world, they might not be saying, in the name of, I confess, my billions, come to me now. They might not be doing that by words, but faith is not in talking. Check their action. They can look at a, a market if we're talking to them. Cast into me, I will give you more. That you put here. Is that talk? They will check it, they will check it. Will. You might say, well, they did their financial calculation. No. If it's that easy to calculate and know that investment is sure, everybody will be rich now. <laughs> when it comes out to it, you must have, you must, faith coming by hearing. Something must talk to you and say, ah, yeah, if you this invest in this one now. So you see that investment, even though they might lie to you, we don't believe there is no God and all that. We just believe in it's a lie. Everybody doing investment is by faith. Why? Because there are just too many factors out of your control. There are just too many. Even if you matter your calculation, there are too many things that can change. You know what I mean? So, so it's very clear that the most, one of the, the most, the, the, the highest indicator. For, for wealth creation or in a person is the, the, the most important trait of a person for wealth creation is the, is the willingness to take a risk. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The, that's the, yes, sir. If you're not a risk taker, you can never be rich. Yes, sir. That's the first thing for anybody. You see guys who build big things. Do you know the amount of risk they take? The, the reward of capitalism is based on risk taking. That is why in a company, all the guys who are doing the hard labor, they pay them how much per hour? $20 per hour. But the guy who brought the capital hmm. will take millions home. Hmm. So it's not, it's not according to the labor. The, I, I, I'm teaching you something. Yes, that the market rewards risk more than labor. What they pay labor is $20 an hour. But, but who they pay, what they pay risk takers are, are millions. That's the, problem I, that's the problem I have with all this labor union, all these things. You know, laborers say, no, we don't have the work. We are the one doing all the work. You're not the one. <laughs> You're not the one doing that. You just. <laughs> it's not labor. Everybody can labor. It's not, you're not the special. But the guy who invested the capital, that risk taking, that is the, that's the, who made the risk is the one that deserves, deserves the reward. Wow. It's a natural law. That's how, that's how markets work. Yeah. 
any country that wants to grow, you need risk takers who will go into ventures. That's how the GDP of a nation grows. The GDP of a nation doesn't, it's not the laborers that grow the, the economy of a nation. It's not the bricklayers and the carpenters that do that. It's the risk takers. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So I'm trying to show you, under that is a law of fate. The natural law of fate. It's, what's the natural law of fate? It's willing to sacrifice something in the present for something in the future that you don't see. That's the old law of investing. You get what I'm saying? Are, are you getting me? Yes, <laughs> My God, time has gone. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Amen. Yes. Bless your name. Thank you, Father. All we are talking about is just principle of ascension. Yes, sir. Right? Law of ascension. That's so I said that it's not possible to find, like, on the earth, a person who has resources on the earth without, what, without faith. Amen. Because that faith is what turns into substance. So, in the same way, if you want spiritual substance, it is also faith that will turn into spiritual substance. But it's not the same kind of faith that attracts the substance of the earth. It's another kind of faith that attracts the substance of the heaven. So, the faith of the Son of God is the faith that attracts heavenly substances, right? And, and how that faith works is it gives the soul, first of all, a what is standing in heaven. So I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first, also to the Greek for what? Therein is the righteousness of God revealed from what? Faith to faith as it is written, what? The just shall what? Shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. So the righteousness, the revelation of righteousness, and that word for revelation, for there is gospel of Christ revealed from faith to faith. Is revealed from faith to faith. The purpose of revelation is the giving of understanding. So what we call spiritual understanding, right? Spiritual understanding is the sort of spiritual understanding is the foundation for heavenly vocation and heavenly pursuit. So when you see a person, say understanding. Understanding, understanding is what you stand, what the under, the standing upon which, that thing which you stand upon, what carries you. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> so, faith, you cannot separate faith from understanding. That when you are teaching the faith of the Son of God, teaching the faith of the Son of God, the purpose of teaching the faith of the Son of God is to raise the soul, to stand at a plane. Everybody who stands in heaven stands there by an understanding. Right? When it comes to spiritual, you check it, even 
the, the revelation of the Son of God, which first John was talking about, is that one is an understanding. So we know the Son of God has come, has given us an understanding. It's very clear that understanding is not the understanding of Christ. It's the understanding of the Son of God. That's the sure foundation. Right, so he has come and given us an understanding that we might know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even the true God. Praise the Lord, and eternal life. Amen. Amen. So there is the, the, the beginning understanding. So a separated soul, a soul that has been separated from the head, which is the soul that has gained the first ascension, is a soul that has come into heavenly understanding. That is what makes a soul separate. A soul that is separate has come into what? Heavenly what? Understanding. Are you seeing that? So, a soul that has come into heavenly understanding has, bought, has, born the, the, has born the first fruit, the first fruit of the light of heaven. You know when we talk about light, you know, there are lights in heaven, but the light of heaven... Um, the, the, the main light of heaven, there's the light in Zion, which is the light of the menorah. Yes, right, that menorah, that, that's what, which has the you know, seven spirits, praise the Lord, of the Lord. The seven spirits of the Lord. But when you check that menorah, you know that it has, it has the fruit, but there's a way they designed it that it, is, it has a, a base. It's not just lamp, candle. It means that, it means that the light can stand on its own. That the light in the sanctuary is a standing light. Wow. Is a light that is standing. Mm. Now, praise God. Hallelujah. Now, do you know that everything inside the holy place is standing in the, in the land of the temple? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you get my sense. Yeah. That if you start to remove the whole tabernacle, you will remove and remove to a point you have only land left. That land is the court. So the, the holy place is something that is standing on the court. So, so now we are removing everything. Let's get to where the, 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 the base of the temple do you get what I'm saying? So in other words, all the other levels of ministry in the temple are all things that they brought on top of a Levitical land. Do you see that? So there is the first fruit of that, that realm is actually understanding. Separation is understanding. Now, there's what you call the unto the full assurance of understanding. There's the full assurance of understanding. It means everything that understanding need to bring you up to, which is the rest of the house. Do you see that? But you now discover that the land is the, is the standing where they build the holy places. So, Every soul, before you begin to talk about sanctification and all that, they have to bring you into your own land. That was Ezekiel chapter 36 first. The first thing is to come into your own land. That's your own land. 
is the, is the land of separation. So the separation is very clear then that separation is the giving of a land to a soul. Heavenly land. Take this land. Now, start standing here. Shift your stand. Where should I stand? Take this land. This land is a higher land to stand upon. Everything, all the work of God, the ministry of God's tabernacle, everything, the sanctification and all the wrought, God can never wrought that outside that land. If they want to come and try and sanctify you, do we have our land there? They have to check your soul. The land upon which they bring the ministry of sanctification and consecration, you must have that land in your soul. Do you see that? And what creates that land is an under-understanding. Praise God. Am I making some sense to you? We have to stop. We have to stop. I was just trying to lay foundation for the message, but um, (laughs) praise God. (laughs) Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. The Lord wants to paint these things clear to us. Um, and uh, clarity will begin to come. I, I'm seeing that all of us, some, one day you just wake up and just decide. You just, something will just happen to you. You just look at this earth and say, what is all this? There's nothing here, man. The, the glory of your upward calling will occur to you. You will, you will come, you will, you will say, you will ask for your land. There are some of you who already have land already in the spirit. Why? Because of settlement of understanding. And then, then, then you need to push forward into ministry, moving into the ministry of Zion. Amen. For wherever you are in this whole journey, I'm seeing so much help coming to you. This is a season of help. This is a season where nobody, you won't have an excuse anymore. They, will, they, will, they want to detail the, the cause, the requirement, to be so clear, the open is so clear. You know, clarity can move your soul. When it becomes so clear, you have no longer excuse. Every excuse that you had will drop away because of light. So much light and understanding will come. That will be the blessing that, that you will come into. Just begin to pl- praise God and bless him and commune in your heart and in your spirit with the Lord. And just register your own, your own personal interest in, in this thing. Samare paronas kepriyot. Oh, Mama Hama, oh, Ripakaturi Kaparo, Kerepan Krikusa, Limbra, Lotte Vigeluske, Lemfreta, Asayo, All Presco, Tamprama, Labrento, Preke, Preke, Bekelegori, Refrenta, Lupra, Suske, Leprasa, Suprandele, Prohora, Boska, Brandele, Vedoska, Enfranta, Talufresca, Toria, Lavaso, Prambaro, Branta, Ravazori, Capredo, Luske. Oropa tangreso krekanta lukresun krampa papara wababa ori paparam bro de libra la rose reka masa sambra teke kekele rio sengrata lugrega rababa ramara mosebe 
Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Father, we bless your name. Thank you. Lord, we bless you. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, Father, we thank you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have received blessing from you. Yes, yes. We have received blessing. Thank you, Father. 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 Thank you for the prosperity of faith. Faith. Even this our faith. The faith that was authored and finished by our Lord Jesus. Yes, son. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I thank you for help that is coming right now to hearts, hearts who are making decisions, who are hearts who are deciding, hearts, hearts, hearts who are 
taking up afresh this hope. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for help, help that is resting upon hearts. Grace that is coming upon hearts. Thank you for release of so much grace. Enablement. So much ability. Ha! Fakami kaparokoshke priyava. Ripano riyala mosto prabarano krekolimbrata igremoste. Leflehenemane takaneta. Thank you, thank you, thank you for heaven becoming real. Heaven, 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 heaven giving us, giving us, giving us a, a, a place of standing. Standing. Thank you for the upward call, the upward call, the upward profession. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for souls that are taking it up now, taking it up now, taking it up now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Mare Pashkoreva. Oh, thank you for weakness is giving way to strength now. Thank you. Weakness is excuses are giving way, giving way to conviction. Conviction, Lord, concerning, concerning this call. Thank you, Father. Lord, we bless your name. Oh, we give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, come on, open up from Father even the blessing of this this word and impart Lord the understanding. Align the thought exactly how you will want it to sit within our heart. And Lord we pray that it will bring forth fruit. Forth fruits of righteousness. Thank you our Father. We give all glory to your name. Bless you. Worship you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between.